You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The Mulligan episode. episode. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, I sincerely love you for letting us redo this. I know, right? I like, I seriously, (laughs) I, I know how busy you are. So I just have to say, I, I really appreciate your. Your right. allowance. I'm just. I'm to me being a fucking moron. See, now, now I'm just. I'm just like like how like did you tell her I was a dom? Like why is she so? <laughs> and with that, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Trash Pandas. And um, this is a really interesting episode for us because we are going to be doing the Epstein documentary, Filthy Rich. The Epstein story. So I am Lauren, and this is my beautiful co-host Lindsay, and we are here to talk to you. So about you guys have stuff. been doing this show for how long now? It's been a minute. Has it been I, six? Mm, no, it no. hasn't been six months. It's we definitely. So I want to say you're four. sixteen episodes in. Yeah, are yeah. we? And this yeah. is your yes. first one in studio. Yeah, that yes. is wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have been doing it via Zoom. Yeah, Zoom calls yeah. until now. And like yeah, who knew? Like, who knew that Rex and Effect was right? That all I want to do <laughs> is room a zoom, zoom a zoom, and a boom boom. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> that Damn. is the truest thing I've ever heard. Actually, just so you guys are aware. Damn, Dave, have you been like thinking about that setup for a long time? Because that was oh yeah, I know. No, that's no my my brain. Just that's just how my brain works. That's that's I I make I've Fair I've given enough. up apologizing for it anymore. It's just how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Now shake your up. <laughs> okay, Amazing. so really quickly, I'm going to give a little bit of a um, trigger warning. We are going to be talking about Epstein, which includes some pretty uh, serious topics. And if you have any issues with that, just skip this episode and come back to us when we're talking about 90 Day Fiance again. When we're talking week. about serious, <laughs> it would be like sexual assault and sexual yes. assault of minors. So, so definitely right. skip it if Speaking that's of which, not your bag. I guess uh, just from a, a like a, a point of reality, uh, so they actually started filing the charges um, against Ghislaine today. Good. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so, and the entire foundation of the charges is that she was grooming um that she was basically epstein's groomer for all of these girls and all that kind of stuff and and they're they're laying down a lot of charges yeah yeah, and honestly i couldn't believe watching it um because when this when this documentary came out, they were only talking about charges against Epstein, and my whole thing was like, "Well, what about Ghislaine? Yeah. What about Ghislaine?" Well, so and that's that's the funny thing. I mean, so like in in context, uh, so you know, Filthy Rich uh, was actually based on the book uh, by James Patterson, mm-hmm. um, who's an author that a, a people may or may not know. Uh, he's he's written a lot of he was phenomenal in Palm novels. Springs with him, um, Palm Beach. Yes. Oh, sorry, Palm, Palm Beach. Um, but he was he was like. He lived like two houses down, yeah, um, and yeah, yeah. and so like saw a lot of the weirdness that was going mm-hmm. on, um, and so when he wrote the book, uh, I believe the book was written in 2017, um, and so the book was written when people didn't re- hadn't really heard about her yet, um, and so his focus was more on 
everything that that Epstein himself had done and what was going on and what he learned from, um, you know, the police departments and the FBI folks and the sources that he had. Uh, so it was it was absolutely more. So that, I think that's why the documentary really focused more on him. Not that she got a free pass in the documentary because she was absolutely mentioned. Right. In fact, I believe like they've now updated episode four um, oh. at the end of it to like they, I was surprised. Like I didn't. I guess I should have realized like how quickly they could do that stuff. Right. Um, but they updated the end of episode four, like three days after she was arrested oh, um, really? with like some like a black screen with some white lettering. That's like, hey. She's been arrested, da 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 da, you know, hiding out in New Hampshire, da da da, which is so funny because, like, I literally, I totally know where she was. Right. Um, <laughs> I grew up in New Hampshire. Oh. And uh, the entire okay. the, the entire state still has one. I'm like, what? No, the entire state still has one area code. It's not that big <laughs> of a, yeah, it's it's not that huge. Um, so yeah, so uh, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. No, that's definitely interesting. But like, as we as we were watching, even. I mean, even everything that we saw in the documentary, I was like, why is she not being prosecuted just because she was grooming them? Absolutely. And it it was very, uh, it was very obvious that she had a huge hand in what was happening. Or both hands. In, yeah. in, oh, <laughs> right, right. The massage hand. Yes. Right. Exactly. All right. So, so, so. Okay. So let's let's start with episode one. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, which which I have I've just like so the, this is the setup episode. Yeah. Like this is the one that like basically lays down the foundation of everything you're gonna see mm-hmm. in the next three episodes. Um, and I, the most important part of this, which is still crazy to me, is so this whole unraveling of Epstein's life mm-hmm. started because of a 2003 Vanity Fair piece, yeah. yes. um, which was supposed to be, um, mm-hmm. he was supposed to be the man about town. He mm-hmm. was like, they were comparing him to the great Gatsby. Oh my God, which pisses me the fuck off. Yep. <laughs> Like every time I'm we talk about this, she's always upset. like, "No." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, she, she Gatsby got, was no. not a pedophile. Like I'm ser- like because I love the guy. I have like a, a, a sincere connection to that novel, and I'm like, okay, yes, he was mysterious mm-hmm. in many ways, like Gatsby was. But Gatsby had such good intentions, right? And he Whereas doesn't clearly Epstein did right, not, right? Um, right. So like that, and that was the whole thing. Is so like, and so like the editor, like you, you meet the interview, uh, you meet the uh, the the person that's actually writing the story, um, and she's like, yeah, the editor's like, hey, we literally know nothing about this guy other yeah. than he's super rich. He's got this man yeah. about town. Oh, and I love that. Oh yeah, he lives in a townhouse. It's a seventy million dollar <laughs> right town right, quote right. Uh, I wish air quotes yeah, townhouse yeah um you yeah. know that he that he's got um and yeah. it's you know but you know he, and he does his thing and it opens with uh and I do I love this I, is my favorite I part. love the I depositions think, I think this was such a powerful way to open the documentary because he's just pleading the fifth yep. pleading the fifth pleading the yep. fifth over everything that they're asking well, oh him. no but let's be clear like so he tries to kind of power play it like even in the situation he's in because he always says I would love to answer that yes. question but my lawyers say yeah. I have to I've, I have to plead right. the fifth and fourteenth exactly. and yet he amendments and, and that's definitely what exactly what you're saying it's a power play yep. it's yeah. like him being he like wants oh I would love yeah. to tell you yeah. but right. 
I'm not allowed but to. But my stupid lawyers yeah, say my I can't. Terrible. Yeah. But what I dollar lawyer. But what I love about this is when people um they invoke their Fifth Amendment right, immediately me as a person is going, Well then you're guilty. Right. So and even like it, it even tries to play that card. Yeah. He's like, Well, you know, the Supreme Court just ruled uh that the Fifth Amendment is actually there to protect the innocent. Okay, maybe, but not in your case, Skippy. Like, let's 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 be clear. <laughs> let's look at all those charges. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah so, doesn't apply to you. Yeah, so they so they they burn right. through they burn through that initial deposition, um, and then we do we see Ghislaine Maxwell for the first time, and yeah. they and they talk about how okay, so uh, Epstein is this basically nerd um, who's made a shit ton of money yeah. um, through less than ethical means um but so he's got all the money but he has no friends so galaine maxwell is somebody who's a socialite mm-hmm. um you know her dad was um you know robert maxwell who owned uh the uk uh, the son in the uk also died of mysterious circumstances that kind of yeah, stuff that's crazy. and but so like she's the she's his connector which kind of feeds into the whole She's his groomer um, mm-hmm. for all of this stuff that yeah. goes on, mm-hmm. um, and so like, and and the and the first story that they really get into is uh, it's it's Maria Farmer, uh, who is an art student um, at the you know the New York University of Arts, uh, and she tells this whole story about how. Uh, they uh, part of their curriculum is at the end of it. Uh, they they do a show. They have a showing, and it's a thing. Um, and she's ecstatic because she has three pieces entered it, into it, and somebody comes through and buys them for like twelve grand a piece. Um, and but then I, I forget her first name. Eileen uh, Guggenheim. Guggenheim. I was gonna say yeah. Uh, Eileen Guggenheim comes along and says, "Oh, but here's the deal." Um, yeah, adorable that you already have them sold, but you can't sell them to those people. Uh, you have to sell them to these two people. Uh, and she introduces them to Jeff Epstein and, and Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, because they're huge benefactors of the academy. Um, and oh, by the way, you're not selling them for $12,000 a piece. You're going to give them a discount. I think she sells them for like four grand to like yeah. six grand. It's like more than half off. Yeah, it's 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 more than the friends and family plan. Like That's it's the discount. Insane. That's yeah, it's, friends and family. And you just like know right off the rip that that is something that was done for a reason. And and like you said, like she, he was a huge benefactor yeah. for them. So it makes sense that she would want to like push that. Um, and then I think that right after that, she starts talking about her um, sisters that she has like photos well, of. Well, so the first thing they say is, uh, you know, she says, oh, and, you know, and Epstein kind of jokes with her that says, oh, haha, I know we're getting a discount, but we'll make it up to you. Right. Like it'll it'll all it'll all work out in the end for you. Right. Um, and then they do. Then they, then they fast forward to um, her younger sister. Uh, where, you know, cause uh, like apparently there's this whole situation and scene, um, where like they're, they're basically grooming Maria. Um, and they're like, oh, well, tell us about your family. And she mentioned she has a younger sister who, and, and she wants to get into this and she wants to get into that. Yeah. She wants to work in the Ivy League and mm-hmm. she like wants to go, where was it? Spain or something? I can't remember where. It was. Uh, Thailand. Like, what? Thailand. Yeah. yeah. Well, what? 
Jeffrey suggested to her what is what would be really good for your career is to go abroad. Yeah. And so I will pay for you to go abroad. And so you should totally come and to my so, house in New Mexico. Right. right. <laughs> so he's setting her up with I have all these networking connections. I have all this money. I have all this I'm willing to help you. And I will help, help you. you. Right. And that's the thing is a lot of these girls that he's taking advantage of are um, living in poverty, yep. or they have oh that like, comes super yeah. into play yeah. right. when they, they start talking about the whole life. Palm yeah. Beach thing. Yeah. Absolutely, and that doesn't come into play until a bit later. Yep. But right, but um, we just know that yeah, that's yeah. A yeah that is gonna theme. something that yeah, absolutely. And I think it's worth mentioning. Um, Vicky War is the um, the investigative journalist for. Yep. Um, Vanity Fair, and she's the one that kind of breaks into this and finds well, out. Well, because what happens is, is as she starts asking people around, like the reason they found Maria yeah. was somebody that she's talking to says, hey, if you're digging into Jeffrey Epstein, right. I got a friend who had a less than cool experience with him. Yeah, Why don't you go get her story? But Maria had gone to... The uh, like to the FBI saying. Well, so keep in mind, but so this, not, so but this not is, until after she found out stuff about her. Right. Sister. So this is so right, the, this right, interview. Right. So the interview with the Vanity yeah. Fan with event is like this is two thousand three. Yeah. Right. Like because and because that and that's the thing. Like one thing to keep in mind when you're watching the story is they do time jump a lot. They do. Right. Like yeah, and they so because like the whole th- like that. So okay, two thousand three was when the interview happened. The whole thing that happened with Maria and her sister was back in nineteen ninety six. Exactly. Um, or actually nineteen ninety five. Uh, so you know, there's mm. a situation that goes. On with the sister um, in uh, the house in New Mexico, and this is the first time we hear the massage angle, yeah. uh, where you know they, you know, they, hey, we're going to go give Jeff a massage, um, and then suddenly everybody's naked, and, and they and report whoop, it almost it immediately. Well, and so, and but then, and then the other thing that happens is Maria gets so they Epstein kind of like dangles the carrot yep. of hey you're going to go hang out at Les Wexner's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those unfamiliar with Les Wexner, he's the guy that owns Victoria's Secret. He Ever owns The Limited. He owns many, many things. Yeah. Um, and set her up as an artist in residence there. Right. Um, so Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell show up there. Um, and and then very similar things happen. Like, hey, we're going to give Jeff wants you to rub his feet. And it, like, it's funny, like even, I mean, not funny, haha, more of the milk smells funny. Um, but like, you, like even years later, you can like, you can see, still just see that visceral reaction on her face. Yeah. She's like, I, and I knew that something was going to go sideways. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so they basically uh, rape her um, at, at the house in yeah. Ohio. Um, and so she reaches out to her sister, uh, who you know, her younger, again, her younger sister, uh, who just says, I don't want to talk about it right. at that point. Uh, but they, you know, they finally talk it out. And so, and then this is like, this is one of those things that just keeps hammering the point home over and over and over again. So in 1996, they go to the NYPD because mm-hmm. um, they, they both wind up back in New York. Yep. And, yes. and 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 the, the NYPD go, and rightfully so. You can't blame them this for this. out of my The NYPD says, it's dude, that happened in Ohio yep. and New Mexico. There's not yep. a damn thing we can do about right. this. So they go to the FBI. 
and they file a report and they name all the names mm-hmm. and they do all the things. Uh, nothing happens. No, nothing happens. <laughs> and that's, I think that's like the scariest part about the entire thing is that like nothing happens. Yeah. Oh, I'm like if, if something had happened, then maybe a whole bunch of girls could have been saved. Could have been saved from this experience. And quite literally hundreds. Hundreds. And yeah. right. And also in the same episode, um, this was brought like in this first episode and it gets more into that. But after Vanity Fair finds this all out, they have to go check the re they have the, to do the they fact have check. To go, yep. They have to fact check with Jeffrey Epstein. And Jeffrey Epstein basically says, well, these women were infatuated with me. Um, they wanted these relationships that I wasn't and they believe able to have. Well, not, and, and I don't think that they necessarily believed him, but he threatened them. And he told the journalist, Vicky War, who was reporting on the story, she was pregnant at the time. He said, I know every single doctor and I will have a witch doctor put a curse oh yeah on oh and made it baby. made it painfully clear that and no matter where she was something would happen and to her. then um, ended up finding that, yeah the editor in chief of Vanity Fair I forget his name I didn't write it down but he found a severed cat head in his garden and and, so, a, and a bullet on and, his front porch and yep. a bullet on his front porch so he was that's fucking wild yeah that's yeah. fucking <laughs> wild just know that's fucking wild that is fucking wild and so what ended up happening was after the girls decided to tell their story to vanity fair vanity fair ran it without any of that Without yep. yeah, they pulled that entire of, part of the story. They pulled yep. all of it. Right. And um, the journalist, Vicki War, was like pissed off about it. But the editor but the editor in chief stood by what he did. Oh, and that's why I love so at the end of every episode, there's always the um disclosures and disclaimers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and so they and they had the one from the editor who was like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, we couldn't find corroborating sources. We could have gotten sued. We could have just right. like hey, you know, here's here's the fake wall of bullshit that we're gonna go ahead and put up around ourselves yep. to to make us look not as guilty as we are yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I mean that is absolutely terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. Imagine waking up and seeing a severed cat head in your backyard. I mean, you can't blame you can't necessarily blame the guy. I mean, yeah, okay, stand up to time, what though, is like, wrong, but yeah. at the same time you're like, okay, my family is my family's at stake and this is this is terrifying. So it's not something that you that you go into being like, oh yeah, it so what if they are doing this? Right, right. So right. what if they're doing that? Like I can like get through this. If you these are, are real crazy right. threats. These if are you like, are being threatened like this, I would be concerned for my family, my friends. Yes, this the people is around like me, my fucking neighbors. Godfather, Goodfellas bullshit. Right. Where's like, the horse Godfather, head? the horse head. Like <laughs> Where's the in my sheets. Head? Like this is terrifying. Like he's gonna kill me next because I am choosing to publish 
a true story against it's you. True. Yeah. And like you you don't go you don't go to these lengths unless you're trying to cover something up. Yep. I Absolutely. Mean, I you completely don't. agree with that. You don't. Okay, so then we go into episode two. Well, there's more that happens in um Episode one. Episode one. Well, so, go ahead. Let's go over it. Okay. So, um, sorry. Hold on. Let me look at my notes real quick. Okay. So we find out about um about Palm Beach, and we find out that um Trump. Trump said something very interesting here when um, because he has ties to Florida. And so he said, I've known Jeff for 15 years. Terrific guy. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do. And many of them are on the younger side. Um, What a terrible wasn't that like in a magazine or something? Wasn't yes, that, like yeah, yes, like it was. Like it was printed and it like, was never redacted. Like he literally <laughs> said this, Jesus. and that's what happened. So, um, Michael Ryder, the chief of police in Palm Beach, um, he starts kind of like looking into this guy because people in Palm Beach start saying like, okay, there are these young girls that keep going in and out of Jeffrey Epstein's house. I think it's fucking weird. Like, let's, let's look, look into, into this like, and right, find out like, what's going let's, on. Right. Like, let's at least yeah, look God into bless it. that police chief. For yeah. Real. Michael, like, that's, Michael yeah. Ryder. Yeah. And so, um, when he starts looking into what's happening over at Jeffrey Epstein's house, Jeffrey Epstein makes a million dollar donation. No, hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Oh, I'm hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh, so I was wrong. Yeah. Sorry. I wrote. 000. I wrote yep. makes million dollars. Well, donation. no. Yeah. He, yeah. He uh, and he actually didn't donate a hundred thousand dollars per se. Yeah. It was equipment. He donated a hundred grand of equipment. So probably oh, like cars, right. that kind of stuff, whatever. Yeah. Right. So he's already trying to buy off the police. Yep. He's bribing them. Oh, of course. Why? He, duh. <laughs> because, well, because what um, the journalist Vicky War said was like it got even deeper in Palm Beach, like even more mess up shit was happening in Palm. Oh well, yeah, so and this is this is one of those time jumps where yeah. so now we're flashing forward to two thousand five, right, right, right. Um, and it's yep. a fo- it's a phone yep. call from a mom, yeah, who's like, hey, this is ex- yep. I found three hundred dollars on my daughter, and she won't yep. like she wouldn't explain to me where it came from, yeah, and then she. She finally breaks down and tells me she goes to some guy's house to give him massages. Yes. And that's where this cash is coming from. And oh, yeah. by the way, she's 14. And also, she even says, like, oh, he flips over and... Yeah, so this this is where we meet Haley yes. Frick, who was, like, the, the first one um, that apparently a lot of people had a problem with uh, based on some of the reactions because they get into the whole, like, she recruited a lot of girls for this. Um, but... You, you can't like she was a child too yeah and so i feel like i can't be upset yeah, with you her can't. you cannot um because you know at the end of the day it's, i think she says that she recruited like 25 to 30 yeah. girls or something 
And even then, it's like she was doing what she thought she needed to do. Well, and that, and that's and this kind of gets back to your point from earlier, exactly. where like you know they they get into the background of these girls because it's it's Haley, it's uh, Michelle Licata, and it's Shanna Rivera, mm-hmm. um, and they're talking through you know and they all basically have the same exact story. They're broken homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of the three were homeless mm-hmm. uh, for large stretches of time, and so when one of their quote unquote friends from mm-hmm. the school that they were in because literally the eighth grade, Um, you know, tells them, hey, come with me and you can make 200 bucks. Who wouldn't do that? Yeah, you're in that kind of situation. Yeah, and I can imagine how, like, I look at myself in eighth grade and how impressionable I was. And even even today we were like, if someone offered you $200, like. At this point. <laughs> I mean, I am broke. At this point, I'm, I am a broke ass bitch. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's right, but that is a juicy carrot. It's, yes, exactly. that they dangle something in front of you. Make you consider something yes, that you wouldn't normally absolutely, consider. Doing. Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred. And these girls are coming from areas and homes that. Oh, and that's one of the things they stress. Dollars to them yeah. is, is a lot of money. West Palm Beach. Yes, not the same as Palm Beach. Exactly. Exactly. So West Palm Beach, essentially like an island in and of itself mm-hmm. um, and completely isolated. All these houses have yeah. like 20 foot high privacy hedges and, yeah. you know, secured all gates and all that shit. All kids are going to like super uber fancy right. private schools Whereas Palm shit. Beach, it's a lot of trailer parks. Yes. It's a lot of, you know, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's a... There's a huge economical. Oh, he knew exactly who he was. Targeting. Oh, I don't think anyone's ever. No one ever accused Epstein of being stupid. Not, right. Like, yeah, not, right. Yeah. Right. He knew exactly how and what he was doing. One thousand percent. So the next, um, the next thing that I have is the the victim, Michelle Akata. Yep. And so her friend introduced her to make money for Christmas. She was 16 years old at the time, and um, her friend was basically like, hey. Um, oh, see, I thought she was one of the ones that was 14, and she and she looks. Oh, was it? I wrote Dude, she 16. looks every bit of four. Like, she's, like, there is there's no. Yeah. She looked 18. Some of there these was girls no... have very, very, like, slender bodies and stuff, and they don't have any curves whatsoever. No. Right? Like and, and like, dude Epstein. If you're into ten year old boys, then just admit you're into ten year old. Yeah, that's. Fine. <laughs> but I don't think that's what he was into. No, no. I mean, yeah. I definitely don't. And like, I mean, I, I mean, I hate to give him like any kind of like you weren't that disgusting, but he was that disgusting. He liked prepubescent girl or like. Middle or just on just on that cost. Yeah. that he could. Um, uh, he could change manipulate their and, mind yeah. and manipulate. Well, it goes back to could... the first episode with Maria. She had all those paintings that she yep. was doing of her sisters in like, yeah. they weren't pornographic, but they were kind of like mid. Well, no, because yeah, she always said they, like, she, just, she always started with a photograph. It was definitely right. voyeuristic. And it was the secret moments, yeah. as she called them. Voyeuristic. Yeah. But these definitely. girls did have their breasts out and, and things yep. like that, but it like it like we said, it, it wasn't, wasn't meant at to all meant to be that way. In but that Epstein way. now owns these He photos. now has well, or, all these photos. He has them. He right. sold them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he sold them. He's, yes. yes. Because he's 
friggin' disgusting. Uh, but yeah, so the then the last thing with episode one that that's really key and important is uh, so October of two thousand five, uh, they have finally gathered gathered enough evidence that they've got a search warrant. Yeah, uh, and they yes. show up at his house. Uh, and that's how the episode closes is with, you know, the, basically the detective standing there uh, talking to, I don't know what the hell, uh, the valet, whoever, yeah. like with the guy that runs the house that's not Epstein. Yeah. Um, and say, hey, you know, here's our search warrant. You know, we have right. a right to search the premises. This is what we're looking for. We'll give you a list of everything that we take when we're done. Um, and, and, and then, like I said, the last note I have, which is just typical, it just, and then disclaimers galore role. It's the exactly. it's it's the Vanity Fair editor who says I didn't do anything wrong. It's the you know the the, the Isn't this he guy dead? that I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, no, he, the Vanity Fair guy still. Oh, alive. he's yeah. still alive. Um, and it's you know this. Is uh, he we still didn't do the wrong. editor of Vanity no, Fair? Doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, bye. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, there's this. Bye. Yeah. So there's this. You know, and then this person who never admits to that. There's you know this. You know, just right. sta- just disclaimer after disclaimer after disclaimer, which is. Whatever, right. like I, I get you have to put that in because it's a thing. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, but especially since uh, Jeffrey Epstein is so litigious, like he's he's out for everyone, and you know, and he's gonna, you know, he he thinks that he is so much smarter than the law and he's so much smarter than all these people that are investigating him and he just thinks that his money and his power can just he he can just slide right on out of there and and not and not deal with any of this bullshit so that's why and and it's not it's not in this episode but that's why i do love there was one episode uh where they talked to uh, basically, the the lawyer who like f- started the class action lawsuit against him. Oh yeah, I love um, him. and and he said, I like him. "Oh, he was a great guy." And he was and he was like basically like, yeah, like Epstein believes he's the smartest guy in the room, and believes that he is always in control of stuff, and so his approach to the depositions was okay. What crazy shit can I throw at him? Just to knock him off his game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And I love to like when you're looking at if you're a true crime fan and aficionado, all, like we are, <laughs> all serial serial killers are the same way. They all think they're the smartest person in the room, mm-hmm. and they want control over the situation. Yeah. It is very much the same personality type. It's like a sociopath. It is. I absolutely 100%. He has, no, he has no regard for those women and what he did, or those girls, not women, those girls and mm-hmm. what he did Women to now, them. but back women then, now, when he right. was, like, exploiting them, absolutely. they were children. Right. And he has no regard for them and what and and what happened to them. Okay, so are we ready to move on to episode two, three? Uh, no, that was episode one. one. So this would be episode okay, two. two. Um, and I and I'm just gonna I'll ask. Do you guys want to take a sec, grab a smoke? Are we good? Do you want to keep rolling? Do you need another drink? Do you I need could grab a smoke? I mean, it's up to you. Okay, Whatever I can I can pause. Okay, let's okay, pause let's for pause. a second. We'll be back in just a minute. Watching. Thank you for sticking it out while we took a little pee-pee break. <laughs> Peepers. A little peeper. Um, and let's get back We're into back it. Let's go. Okay, so the next thing that I have to talk about is victim three, which is Shauna Rivera. Okay. Is is that correct, Dave? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, 
Her girlfriend brought her to Epstein. She came from a completely broken childhood. Um, she was 14 when she met him. And um messages him. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. Messages him. Friends say they have to take clothes off. Her friend leaves. Oh yeah, so that was oh, the yeah, that was right, the whole right, thing. Right, yeah, that right, was right, like right, right, her right, friend. Yeah. yeah, her friend, quote unquote friend, yeah. um, brings her there and goes, "Oh yeah, we have to get naked." Right. Um, and oh, by the way, I'm, I'm out off now. <laughs> And wasn't she the one that, like, saw her parents abuse her stepbrother? Yes. 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 Okay. So, like, she's from a super, super... Oh yeah, Bad not not situation. just not just broken, but shattered home. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. a shattered home, absolutely. And um, so she goes there to make money, and um, she ends up going back a few times. Well, again, yeah, because I mean, it's right. you know a couple hundred, and so the, and that's where they kind of get into the okay. So he's not just paying two hundred dollars to the girls that are massaging him. Right, he's paying two hundred dollars to the girls that are bringing the girls. Right, so right. if you think about it, it's like each girl is getting two hundred dollars per time they come in and massage them. But if they bring a friend, they get an extra two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So these girls are bringing. Sometimes upwards to 25 or even 40 girls Mm -hmm. into this place. And that's assuming that each girl comes one time. It's like the creepiest pyramid scheme ever. Let's be real. Right, right. Right. It is a pyramid scheme. And so what's super crazy about her, too, though, is that so her friend leaves her there to massage Jeffrey Epstein, which is so disgusting. And then... She leaves after that, and he calls her and is like, there's a cab waiting outside. Um, Take the cab to my house. And she just said, like, I was lured by money. Like, I I had nothing. This was my way out. Right. Like, this was literally my way out. And a lot of these girls felt that way, that it was like this was the only option they had to get out of the situation that they're in. Yeah. You know, and how... How disgusting and terrible is that to know that somebody can like hold that much power over you for two hundred fucking dollars? Well, so and so let's so right. well so and let's right. and that like so the key point of the opening of episode two, uh, so is it starts with yet another like every episode starts with a deposition, yeah. Um, and so you know Epstein's uh, first thing he does is he gives his date of birth, uh, which is one twenty fifty three. Right. Uh, so keep in mind. So you're talking about in 2000, uh, let's say, uh, 2005 yeah. when this is going on, um, he is 52 years old. Yeah. With 14 year old girls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That let, is, let, let that sink in. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, that yeah. is a whole yeah. other type of fucking person. Yep. And so it's, you know, and so it dives right in with uh, basically the execution of the search warrant on the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing that they were really looking for was confirmation from these girls' stories that they got in spades. Mm-hmm. Like everything the girls described. Mm-hmm. 
the nude photos on the wall, the nude uh, artwork and busts that were on the wall, yeah. um, the the pink staircase that led up to the super se- double top secret probation massage room. Any of these things with what these girls have been saying and them going into his home yep. and seeing it. They that, all have the same story. But then the worst thing is that clearly somebody inside the police department has tipped him off because yeah. all of the computers and hard drives that have are tied into the surveillance are gone. Well, the, they even said, which was like the creepiest part to, to that to me, was that they said there was all of the uh, wiring. Oh, yeah. Was there. Like you could see that like the network cables were there. Right. Everything was there. But the computer, but the computer was, was, gone. was gone. Yep. Or the hard drive was yep. gone. And it's like, oh, my fucking God, this dude seriously mm-hmm. like went through and was like, let's just yank everything out. Didn't even try and cover up the fact that they yanked everything yeah. out. But to add on top of that creepiness was um, when the police tried to even interview anybody that worked for him. They were terrified for their own lives. Yes. And they refused to speak about it. And um, most victims were scared to prosecute. Or and um oh even even his employee his former employees yeah well oh, yeah. and that's what I'm talking they, about yeah they didn't like, they didn't want to get sued they, they didn't like, want to get I'm yep. not, they said I don't want to get involved I'm not, with this I don't, don't want to go against yep. Epstein's people and it's right. like you know that this man is powerful he's rich he has right. every lawyer he could possibly have yep. retained yep. for him. And then the next thing that I have is they they went through his trash and they found um, a report card and receipt to <sighs> to send flowers to the school. Oh, so the, so the one thing they did so they found his date book. Yeah, and so the date book with all the messages and memorandum and all that kind yeah. of stuff on it were just creepy as hell, especially the ones that were re- like everything, like all the names and stuff were redacted. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they all dealt with minors, right? <laughs> like that. Right. Well, and that's the other thing too is like when we were we were talking about the first girl that was um that had her art shown yep. and all of that, like he contacted her the next day after him and Gilene tried to molest her and they were basically like What do you want? What do you want? Yeah. yeah. What do what I have to do, do to get rid want? of that? Yep. And she was like Fuck How you. much money will it take? Yeah. Because you did this to my sister. Yep. So fuck you. And, and I'm going to the And he had photos of their FBI. sister that was like 12 years old right. at the time when they did. Yeah. And that's, and that's what really freaked them out is they were like, what is he doing yep. with the photos of my 12-year-old sister? It, it, that's a... Yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, but so then we have, no we have another does. time jump, uh, and we go back mm-hmm. to uh, 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we meet uh, Virginia Jeffrey uh, for the first time. Uh, and she was the one who, uh, she like again, broken home, was homeless for a while, got a job <gasps> at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I have her. Uh, so, yeah. Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Let's just let that sit yeah. sink in. Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. And she really wants to be a massage therapist and she's basically like a uh like a changing room attendant there at the yeah. time. Uh and yeah. so and so Which is interesting that she wants to be a massage therapist because that's exactly what he's looking for. Well die. Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. Oh, okay. But didn't oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yes, you know they they, they have the whole 110%. cut. So of course you know hey you know Ghislaine Maxwell yeah. steps in and was like oh yeah you know dude we're looking for somebody that does exactly that well, she you should come her, back to the house I guess she saw her reading a book mm-hmm. 
And it was is some something as simple and innocent as that is that she saw her reading a book about massage therapy and she was like, "Oh, hey, I know somebody who wants a massage hey. on their penis." Right, exactly. Like <laughs> fucking disgusting. Like but yeah, so they bring her. So Ghislaine brings her back to Epstein's house, um, where of course uh, it turns into not just a massage, but oral sex and then sex. Um, and they call her the next day and, or Ghislaine calls her the next day and says, Hey, your interview went, went really, really well. well. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd like what you to come the back. Fuck? Red flag number 55,000. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So she wanted to be a masseuse, but also she also talks about that she had a really hard past. Like she was also again, broken home, homeless, broken, har- yep. broken home, horrible past. So right. it was like, they knew exactly who they oh, for were sure. looking for. And they assaulted her upon the first meeting. And um, they made her a bunch of promises to get out of her current life. So mm-hmm. they were like, oh, we can take you to well, these they took places. Her on vacations. And they like made her part of the family. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly right. They made her feel a part of the family. So, And then this is the first time uh, where we meet, uh, where we see James Patterson, the guy that actually wrote the book yeah. um, that this is all based on, um, who then d- he dives into Epstein's history. And so, and Epstein's history is totally bizarre, like when you get into it. Like, so he, um, so he, he goes to college for one one year and drops out. Uh, he grew up on Coney Island. Uh, like he came from a you know a very like working class background. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't like he wasn't born into wealth and power and all right. that stuff. Um, so you know he, he drops out of college uh, and yet somehow still manages to bullshit his way into a job as a college professor. And that's the and only way he's like Gatsby. Thank you. Yeah. I just that's the say, only though, way he's like Gatsby. Like in reality, like. Uh, Every place I've ever worked at, every place that I've ever, put I know, in the right? At, like I'm a they teacher, literally and check they, everything. Right? They background and like, how check. So, and I can. So here's, and I can. So we've run a networking group in the area here since you know forever now. You know, for it and the D. We we've done that forever. And one of the things we always tell people is why networking is so important is that networking will get you past the gaps that your resume might not have right. that the job wants. Like, because yeah, it's not what right. you know, it's who you know. And so he, and he did. He totally, and it was, you know, it was a friend of a friend and yada, yada, yada. And that's how he BS'd his way into this role. The sad part is, like, it's because of that job that he gets the job at Bear Stearns. Yes. And so that's where, you know, he gets hooked into, you know, Les Maxwell. Uh, he gets hooked into all of these super wealthy, super influential Networks. people uh, and, and starts just making a shit ton of money. And, and like, what I loved is um, I didn't write down, but the guy that they interviewed who hired the him former at, CEO, yeah, yeah at um, um, Bear Stearns. Oh, wait, I take like, it back. It was the, he was the CIO because because yeah. Epstein started dating the CEO's oh, daughter. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh, my right. God, I forgot about yeah. that. Oh yeah, that's right. And so the CIO called him up, called the CEO up, yes. and said, "Hey." Just what? found out he lied on his resume. He what never he dropped out of that? college. Yes. Yeah. What do we do? And the CEO was like, "Well, 
treat him like you would anyone else. Don't give him any special treatment. Gross. And then he gets into this whole, like, he basically, Epstein charmed the shit out of him. Yeah. Well, that's what he said is that he dealt with unpredictability in an aggressive fashion. So he was very good on his feet. Yep. He was very, he was a good able, liar, basically. Right. He was a good well, liar. Well, no, I mean, he's, I mean, and it, he was very, to, he was just very quick. Yeah, to quick. me that means like he was quick on his feet. Right, like, he, he was, quick he was on very his mentally feet. Ag- very mentally agile. I mean, like, like I said, yeah. nobody's ever accused Epstein of being stupid. Right, um, and right. so you know it's like so. I mean, and great. Like so, that's the thing. I mean, you and for people that overperform like that, you do tend to overlook things. Yeah, but he does say the the CIO basically says my biggest regret, biggest regret, I know this is was giving crazy. him a second chance. Yes, and not just firing yes. him. Because that Bear Stearns position then turns into that, everything that he does moving forward. That is the cra- I think that's one of the craziest lines of those episodes yep. is him just admitting like I fucked and he, up. And when he does, and he basically I says if it, if I hadn't up. made that decision, that's my the world would have never heard of Jeffrey Epstein. Right? Like it's like all the evil that he unleashed yes. comes back to that moment where he said where they sit down for that meeting and Epstein says, "Well." I God, I really wanted to tell you because I, you know, I, I don't want you guys to think bad of me. Yeah, I always wanted to come clean about it, but I was worried what would right. happen. Yeah. And he fell for it. Like, and, they, and dude, everybody says Epstein's a charmer. He's like, he's that guy. You know, but like we said before, it's like that's very serial serial killer. It's very, very much oh, so very sociopath. Yeah, yeah. sociopath, yep. narcissistic. Talking it's all yourself, of those like, qualities. Yep. yep, and and he knew he was. Pulling the blinders on all oh, yeah. those of course. people, like you he couldn't knew. not. I mean, I get, I get uh, imposter syndrome, even knowing exactly yeah. what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, oh. going in for an interview we talk with about something this that I have time. done a million times before, I get imposter syndrome. Yeah, and this motherfucker walks in and he goes, "I've never done this before, but I'm going to act like I have." I mean, and he I mean, the job. I mean, we, you know, we all he, understand fake it till you make it. Let's be clear. <laughs> And I always say that, and I mean it in, like, the most harmless way, but, like, for him. Here's the extreme. Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, he literally did not have a college degree. Right. Like, he he should not. He should not have been a professor. He should not have been. No, he was the worst of the, like, he pulled the blinders on everybody. He, He faked it till he makes it till he... Made it again. Made it, and he was hanging in a jail cell. Like, I mean, that's literally crazy. So then we time jump again, and we go back to 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, And we're back with the police chief, uh, Ryder, um, who at this point now has 40 victims identified, um, and he's got five willing to testify. Are we talking about Barry Krishner, state attorney for Palm Beach? Oh, we're not there yet. Oh, yeah, we're almost there. Okay. Uh, So and so and this is when he goes. So this is he brings the case to Krishner, the Mm -hmm. state's attorney, um, who says, dude, this is a slam dunk. Like, we're going to bury this guy under the jail. Like, this is you've done such a great job accumulating all this evidence against him. He done. Yeah, right. it's it's a done deal. He done We're done. Do and wait, it and, 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 and wait, it. Dave, can you just remind us what year was this? So, uh, two thousand six. Two again. Let's and let's let again. Let's follow the timeline. Yeah. First FBI report, nineteen ninety six. Now we're at Palm Beach going to the Florida State Attorney. Two thousand six. Decade. Ten later. years later. Right, and 
if we think about what happens to him. Yeah, but wait, there's more. But wait, wait there's, there's more. more. So, exactly. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. So Epstein puts together, like, basically a legal dream team. Like, he gets Ken Starr, um, who's the guy that was the lead prosecutor on the Clinton impeachment. Uh, he gets Alan Dershowitz, uh, who was, you know... Fucking all, Alan Dershowitz you know, is a piece of shit. You know, the O.J. Simpson, the, uh, yeah, the O.J. Simpson defense, the Mike Tyson defense, all that stuff. The Mike Tyson defense. Well, I mean, he, but Tyson beat the shit out of Robin Gibbons. Let's never forget that. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Is, that's yeah. what I'm saying is that's fucking bullshit. Well, so, and, and, like, and that's the funny thing is like, I, I and again, not necessarily funny haha more hey, this milk smells yeah. funny, is like listening to Dershowitz rationalize what he does. Which is, hey, I'm a defense attorney. Just it is my job, my right? It's no you know we don't we don't ask if does. it's the right thing to do morally. Right. It's the right thing to do, do for it. our client. Right? He has right. no problem like looking over those ethical, oh yeah, disgustingness. And so shit gets really weird because well, the defense team starts hiring investigators to investigate the police. They start hiring all these private investigators yes. to follow the cops around, yes. to follow the victims around, yes. to follow like all these people around. Yes. Um, uh, oh yeah, the, oh yeah, and the one Dershowitz. Yeah, they weren't. He, he said he, they weren't necessarily attacking the victims. Uh, they were just trying to justify. They were trying to establish their credibility. Yeah. And yeah, I also, whether they were credible I, witnesses, I or also not. wrote suddenly Krishner starts backing out. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they all are getting that severed cat head in their backyard. Oh yeah, so the state's attorney all, starts backing off. They're all TV, starting to back off. TV, radio, and newspaper reporters are getting phone calls going, "Hey, yeah. you should stop looking into this. Yep. Right. It's not good for your career." Yep. To be paying attention to this story, uh, and so then in late 2006. The basically the police chief goes, okay, state's attorney is backing off. I'm going to the FBI mm-hmm. and go and and mm-hmm. he brings everything to the FBI and and the FBI goes, oh wait, hold on, we took one quick look and found this old complaint from 1996. 96. Ten years ago. What the, what the hell? 96. How so fuck? 2006, he was charged with a single felony of soliciting prostitution. Oh, so no, not even yet. So, so, the, oh. the, so they're not even sure that they're going to make this case stick. And so, this is where that class that this is where the lawyer comes in and starts filing all the civil suits. Okay. And again, God bless this guy because he's the one that actually made this kind of stuff happen. So he starts filing the civil suits on behalf of um, you know Courtney Wilde, uh, who's the one. That was recruited the summer after her eighth grade, mm-hmm. um, and she's the one that says, "Yeah, she did it for three to four years. Mm-hmm. She probably recruited forty to sixty girls at two hundred dollars a pop." Mm-hmm. Um, and then they dive back into the backstory and history um, with Ghislaine Maxwell more. Uh, so you know, they talk about you know the whole thing with you know her father Robert yep. and how he died under super suspicious circumstances. And what were those suspicious circumstances? Uh, so he was on a boat, uh, and and then he was dead off the boat. Uh, so there are stories like the the official story is that he committed suicide. Uh, the was he alone on this boat? Uh, well, allegedly, and <laughs> and backing up even more, he was like running a newspaper 
And there were people. Oh, yeah, he ran the sun. He ran yeah. the sun. And so people had it out for him. Oh, yeah. So there's. For whatever he there's was putting out. All the out conspiracy there. theories. Like, you know, it, I mean, it, it so could have it, been, it, it, you know, assassins I mean, that took him out. It could have been whatever. It's like yeah. Natalie Wood. Like, you know what I mean? Say, like, Natalie it's Wood like, it's like, like a, one of those things here where you it's go, like. Off the side of a boat. Yep. Right. Know, there's, but like, people. Probably on people had their reasons to want him dead. But also, also, right? He had exactly, his own exactly. To oh yeah. So yeah. So exactly. you know. So her dad dies, and she moves to New York City, and mm-hmm. she winds up running into and Epstein. And she was the daddy's girl. Oh, absolutely. And so they, you know, she runs into Epstein, and basically they said, you know, they were like just the match made in hell because yeah, 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 you know, yeah. like so because he's the one with all the money and influence and power, but she's the one with all the connections right. because of her socialite right. life. And so that's where all this stuff goes right. crap. Um, and then they dive, they jump back into uh, the basically the guy that wound up running a Ponzi scheme. So Epstein decide, Epstein learns like he's got to leave Bear Stearns. Like so, there's enough shit going down that it's time for him to leave. And and again, they go back to the CIO guy who's like. I just kind of wanted him out, so I told him, "Hey, here's this kid you might want to take a look at for this thing you're doing." Um, and I, 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 the quote was, "Yeah, he's loaded with energy, but his moral compass is upside down." I can think of somebody else that's like that. <laughs> Donald Trump, right? right. Uh, so yeah, so it was uh, yeah. So Stephen Hoffenberg was his name, and he basically ran a 460 million dollar Ponzi scheme, like made yeah. you know made 460 million dollars fleecing people, uh, and got fleecing. 20 years and got 20 years in jail. Epstein never gets charged, even though the way this story gets laid out. Epstein's the one that actually made all this shit right. happen. He's actually at the top yeah. of the pyramid. Oh yeah, he's the one that actually made all this shit happen and enabled all this shit to happen. But mm. Epstein apparently at some point in time tells this guy, "Oh yeah, I'm already a state's witness and I'm totally flipped on you and I'm testifying yeah, everything against you." That's when that wasn't true. Right. At that's all. what's so fucking but crazy. But the guy he's believed so him. Yeah. Well, not only did the guy believe him, but like, okay, so his lawyers didn't look into right. that fucking bullshit. And so he took, so he like, took so twenty he, years, like yeah. literally just bullshitted his, his way out of that, and no lawyers looked into it. Like that is fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like so, that's a fucking nuts. Oh yeah. Nut. Well, so. And yeah, like, and so and then they dive into so here's high. okay, so here's where we get into where Epstein has the vast majority of his money come from. Cuz now we're diving back into the Les Wexner uh, Les Wexner story. Oh my god, wait. Wait, Les Wexner and him, they apparently had like a gay affair, right? So, based on what everyone believes, Yes. Yes. Les Wexner <laughs> was based on what anyone has ever Wait, admitted. No. no. Les no. Les Wexner was apparently like obsessed with. Well, him but but and let's loved but, him. but let's look at the facts. So okay. you know Epstein, you know, Wait, goes to work for him. I hate facts. <laughs> <laughs> um, nope. <laughs> he very quickly gives Epstein power of attorney yeah. over his stuff. That's fucked up. Who Epstein then oversees the sale of one point three. Billion with a B dollars in oh, stocks, um, of which he then embezzles forty six million dollars, and Wexner does nothing about it because good. Oh, good. Wexner is in love with him. Yeah, and so when Wexner steps down from the limited companies, like he has this whole press conference, and not only okay, so well, just for us millennials over here. It wasn't just limited. The limited used to be a thing. Like, it, that was, yeah. Well, not only that, but it's 
Abercrombie. He oh, was Abercrombie, Abercrombie and Fitch. Victoria's Secret. Well, no, Victoria's Secret is the one that everybody probably knows. Hot Topic. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. They're all the same. He owned all. Oh yeah. And he basically. Yep. And he basically said, "Hey, the reason why I didn't do anything about it is because I was just horribly embarrassed about the entire situation, which I can understand." Sure. Okay, I can get down with that. I mean, I've I've done some dumb stuff for girls. But also, dumb stuff for guys. I mean, not. But like, and I'm dumb stuff with girls. Not forty six million dollars dumb. Yeah, but I I wasn't forty six million dollars dumb. Exactly right, and that's the thing is like I don't care. I'm not like I'm not like trying like whatever. He was in love with a guy. That's fine. But like. Forty-six billion dollars. No, he, no, he, no. He stole. He sold forty-six million. Oh, forty. Yeah, he sold. Million. He sold one point three billion in stock. He embezzled forty-six million. Okay, but I just either say, way, fuck you. But I just want to say that, <laughs> like, getting getting down with some fucking of age women. Okay, getting down with some fucking children. Not okay. Not okay. Yeah, yeah. don't right. do that. Right. 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 So then we so then we jump to 2006. We jump back to 2006 after yep. the Wexner thing. Um, and so they've got now they've got 46 girls identified. Uh, they're all given to the FBI. That's almost 50 fucking girls. Yep. And we're back to more. We're back to another deposition. And it's a, and we're back to Epstein pulling as usual. Well, you know, I would love to answer that question, but my attorneys are saying, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, just like can't answer anything yep. dude that is the most guilty response of all time I'm I invoking my fifth right. amendment. It, it's dude, the assumption is yeah, yeah, you did it. You're yeah. Guilty. because yeah. you're fucking guilty. But yep. that's the thing because though is that if you're guilty. doing that, but if you're doing that and you're going into a court with like fucking uh, an actual like jury, right? You're basically saying that you're guilty to all of this 100%. Jury. Oh, yeah. like, so and, why would you say something like that? But that's what, because his lawyers and because he thinks that he's I, above that. I know and somebody. And they think they're better than that. I know somebody personally that murdered someone and he he pled uh what what is that? Fifth um, Amendment? No, not the Fifth Amendment. He he did like uh, no contest. Oh, a no low. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just like, bro, like just that means you're say guilty. you fucking did it. Just say you did it. Tell that us how you did guilty. it, and then move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, right, that's, right, right, right. What a terrible thing to do to these like families. But that's you know? exactly what like what I thought was so powerful about how this documentary opened up is it was the deposition, and he goes, "I'm pleading the fifth. I'm pleading the fifth. I'm pleading the fifth. I'm pleading the fifth. I'm pleading the fifth. And and as a viewer, you're looking at that and you're going, because you're guilty. Right. You would just say that because you're innocent. You're if you're innocent. Yeah. And if I was a juror, there are people that I've seen that I'm like for sure you're innocent, and they're like, "I'll plead guilty just to get out of this bullshit." You know what I mean? And like this, or just yeah, I just don't want to deal make, with this nonsense right? anymore. Like, we're yeah. done. Exactly. Like let's just you'll but let that me out now if I plead guilty. Okay, cool. Right. But that's not the case. But for that him. clearly wasn't his point. No, and not at all. Like he was. 
he was just trying to control manip- the situation. Manipulate yeah, everyone around him. Absolutely. And he was trying to pretend like he is the smartest person in the room and like blah, 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 all that. Okay. All right. So we've got, now we've got more uh, witness intimidation. We've got, this is where we're like, we're seeing the people uh, sitting outside the victim's houses uh, with video cameras and that kind of stuff. And so then we, we jump to 2007 where, so Alex Acosta, and here's the first time we hear this name, Alex Acosta. Oh my God. Alex Acosta. Uh, comes out. So <laughs> the, the initial, it's a 57 page indictment. Now, I don't know how familiar you are. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, legal documents can be full of bullshit. They truly, truly can. Yeah. Yes. But a 57 page indictment is significant. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that means you have a lot of crap a lot already known that you're you're kind of doomed. Um and then it kind of it jumps right ahead to May of 2008 where like they're talking about the evolution of this investigation and how it's going with Acosta mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff cuz he's the um he's the mm-hmm. federal attorney uh yeah. for the state of Michigan or state of Michigan, state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um and then all of a sudden uh, we're back to the uh, West Palm Beach police chief who's like, yeah, then we kind of got cut out. Mm-hmm. Like they stopped returning our phone calls. They yep. stopped answering our questions. Mm-hmm. They stopped, you know, giving us status updates on that kind of stuff. Uh, and then with mm-hmm. very little fanfare and with very little anything, Acosta just kind of kills the case. Yeah. How upsetting. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I I I left this episode being like this is fucked. Okay, Everything so is wait, fucked. I'm I'm so confused, Dave. So the next episode is that the one with um Barry Krishner where he said it would be easy an easy case upon hearing evidence from the police chief and the next That was thing. the first episode. No, no, no. I'm I'm this is way down. So okay. I know that it's not but he said Epstein hired the best, and he's talking about all of those lawyers. And then the next thing he says was 2006 charged with a single felony of soliciting prostitution in Jane Musgrave. That gets into that's episode three. Okay. Episode three. Yep. So Jane Musgrave is episode yep. three. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So the like, so the end of the second episode is the announcement that when, when the police chief finds out that Acasa has effectively killed yeah. this entire case from, okay. a, from a federal level. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was on the same yep. like page as you. So the next episode we're going to be talking about is it starts with um, Jane Musgrave. Which three. which I you can see right there. My notes are episode three. What the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? For real though. Like you really want to know what the fuck. What the fuck? Yep. Okay, so are we wrapping it up then? Yes. Okay, yeah, we're going to wrap it up yeah. for tonight. Um, next week, we will continue on with episode three and episode four. We will get through Epstein. And then the following week, we will be back on with our normal programming-ish. 